0: Today, President Trump slams Kamala as Biden's vice presidential pick. More incredibly stupid local mask policies and the NFL will not have live national anthem performances or honor military or police on the field. We've got a lot coming up today and it starts right now. (laughs) Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Today, joined by Eric July, Blaze TV contributor. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. And chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, Jason Buttrell. Thank you. Thank you. You're here.
1: Um, Yeah, again. (laughs) (laughs) And him.
0: We've got. uh, So we've got a lot for today. Um, Primarily, I want to start with uh, President Trump Talking about Kamala being Joe Biden's vice presidential pick. Now, yesterday during the show, you know, at, for those of you who don't know, we don't like we're, this isn't live coming to you straight up live. We tape the show just a, a little bit before it actually goes to air. So uh, the news of Kamala being the vice presidential pick came. As we were in the middle of taping for the show, and of course, then we're like scrambling, trying to get everything ready to start talking about it in the middle of the show. Now we've had a chance to digest all of the information uh, and President Trump had some time to digest it as well in his first on camera remarks about the new Biden-Harris ticket. He, uh, he said that Kamala Harris was his number one draft pick. Didn't have such positive things to say about her, though, in in his little Trump
2: way. Watch. Uh, she is uh, a person that's told many, many stories that weren't true. She's very big into raising taxes. She wants to slash funds for our military at a level that nobody can even believe. She... Uh, is against fracking. Fracking is, she's against petroleum products. I mean, how do you do that and go into Pennsylvania or Ohio or Oklahoma or the great state of Texas? She's against uh, fracking. Fracking's a big deal. Uh, She's in favor of socialized medicine, where you're gonna lose your doctors, you're gonna lose your plans. She wants to take uh, your healthcare plans away from 180 million Americans, 180 million Americans that are very happy with their health insurance. And she wants to take that away. So she was my number one pick. I mean, she was, as they would say, because hopefully you'll start college football. She was my number one draft pick. And we'll see how she works out.
0: Uh, Now, gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts on this. But if I'm Trump, I'm like, she wants to repeal the Second Amendment, by the way. Uh, you know, she put, uh, by the way, uh, if you're over on the left and you want to do things like defund the police and decriminalize a bunch of things, well, she, th- she spent her whole entire career, uh, putting black people behind bars. <laughs> so maybe you guys should think about that. Eric, what are your thoughts?
3: Well, I mean, as far as his comments, I mean, I, I think that was an interesting take in terms <laughs> of calling her the first round draft pick. Obviously what he's saying is that he's She's one of the worst possible camp, right. uh, VPs, and that works to his benefit. Do you agree with him? Um, I, you know, I wanted Hillary. I've been <laughs> campaigning for, for, for the Hillary <laughs> thing for a while on the show. But it was an interesting pick. I didn't see it coming, but because it was a terrible pick, it was yeah. such a bad, bad idea. In terms of how she got grilled, we know the interaction uh, obviously has resurfaced with her and Tulsi, and Tulsi mm-hmm. talking about her record and, and and whatnot. And definitely, when you see these whole new slogans, I think what her addition really it really adds this whole. I think it's gonna separate a lot of these uber progressive types which is the Democratic Party. That's a bet that they've made yeah. in trying to appeal to him, uh, uh, appeal to them. And it's got you this whole idea this fraud of defund the police and, uh, and and all of that, like to couple that with Kamala Harris is just diametrically opposed. You simply cannot do that. So that's easy to criticize uh, them them on. So I think the Kamala thing, it, it, it works bad if you're looking at it from the standpoint of, again, they have been trying to appeal to these progressives that have, I don't even wanna call them progressives, These like uber, uber, le- like leftist types using, trying to use them as useful idiots, but you've seen that sort of manifest into actual people that are becoming members of Congress, like the AOCs of the world. So I, I think what happens, what is going to happen is that's gonna separate that those two you got I don't even know if the blue dog Democrats are even a thing anymore, <laughs> but those guys that are, let's say, more moderate, um, uh, right, and, and and when you couple her with that, and yeah, she does have some more, uh, some like again her position on the Second Amendment and stuff is terrible positions. However, with her the, the whole cop thing, I think it's just a, it's just an easy target. It puts a big time target on her back so it was an odd thing because I thought that was incredibly obvious but when you look at the fact that they after after all did vote in Joe Biden I should expect stupid things from this party <laughs>
0: that's fair
1: Jason
3: uh, so caveat what I'm about to say with the frenzy over who the vice
1: president is is so overrated the vice president really means nothing Vice, oh, but, but but this one is a little bit different okay I knew exactly okay. what you were going to say like, this was, but this year so I think they did take more of uh, well let's see what you know let's kind of take a little bit more more time and you know figure this one out because a very high. I saw a, it was a CNN tweet that a buddy of mine pointed out where whoever was commenting on it said she would be great to step in if Biden chooses to step to step back or something like that or to step down. <laughs> right. Like whether he chooses to step down. Like, but seriously, cognitive uh, you know decline mm-hmm. could force him to step mm-hmm. down. It really could. Um, I I think Kamala was uh, Obama's pick right from the beginning. He seemed like he was supporting her a lot more than he was Biden. Wouldn't Mm -hmm. even go in with Biden. It was so weird. But he was throwing some support to Kamala. So I think that I I think he's still running the show. I really do. Um, He's the only president that didn't move out of Washington afterwards. So
0: this is an Obama administration. Basically, yeah.
1: Basically, yeah. Um, Electorally, she provides nothing. Absolutely nothing across the board. The Bernie Bros hater, yeah. and that's that. They have a significant amount of people right now. A lot of young votes. Whether they actually go out and vote or not, it's another story. But the Bernie Bros hater. Um, the people, the progressives, don't really like her because of the whole, you know, her past as the Attorney General. Uh, she's no moderate. I, I no, that irks me. Everyone is saying yeah. that right now. You
0: know who included in that? Chris Wallace, who said that she's not. Uh, she's not too far left okay. I believe was his quote and I'm like where are all these people oh, getting this idea?
3: That is such a good point. It's, it's got to be the Attorney General thing. They're, they're looking at the fact that he, she can be a hawk when it comes to criminalizing things but they're trying to separate that from everything else. Yeah. Again, if you're going to l- talk about where she leans you have to combine all of that, not just looking at that, but that's why people say that, because a lot of folks who, you know, tough on crime- Well, she's they tough on the, crime, yeah, therefore she's
0: moderate. Right,
3: but that's mm. not how it works. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a difference between being for law and order right. and using the
1: immense power of the government to go after anybody and put everybody in prison. Th- that's part of being a progressive as well. Um, she is no moderate. There's people, like you said, on the right, on the left, they're trying to paint her as this. New York Times, Post, everyone. Oh, she's a moderate dem. like. How far has the Overton window moved to the left? Yeah. If we can, if people can actually say that she's for single payer, mm-hmm. she co-sponsored Bernie's uh, single payer bill. Um, she co-sponsored the Green New Deal. I mean, that right there means you're far left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right there. And then plus, what you pointed out before, the anti-Second Amendment stuff, the assault weapons ban. Oh, yeah, we could just go down the line. Things that you couldn't say 10 years ago and even have a legitimate shot mm-hmm. at getting elected to anything. You know, st- state, city government, for crying out loud, anything. You could be elected to anything. Right. But nowadays, that's moderate. Now, if you give in and say that, you're not only enabling that, but you're also enabling uh, people that are libertarians mm-hmm. or uh, constitutional conservatives or anywhere in the middle that believe in you know personal liberty and all that thing you're enabling people for uh people to call people like us basically far right yeah you might as well because if you move the Overton window that far to the left we are far right screw it I'll admit it okay fine call me far right when Eric
0: July is far right
3: yeah right exactly yeah I mean no that's what they they, that's what they're gonna call me anyway so it's like whatever but that's such a good point when you that you mentioned um about her in terms of like looking at Looking at this from a perspective of or taking into perspective all of her positions, she is not a moderate. I think the last moderate that they probably had was Jim Webb. Um, and they didn't yes. like him, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. And, and he probably was the, the the last decent Democrat that I can remember running on the more uh, like national they, stage. They called Tulsi Gabbard a moderate for yeah. crying out loud. Her her views are the same as yeah. Kamala Harris. They
0: called Tulsi Gabbard a moderate because she said that she didn't believe in third trimester late term abortions.
1: So so she she that
0: made her that made her yeah. moderate again still, with the Overton the window. Oh yeah,
1: just <laughs> like her yeah. her politics are far left. Yep. Yeah, her she has a, a few. Was Bernie. B- well, yes, she was really, yeah. Brol, she Well, she was. Sish, so yeah. that, yeah. She stepped down from vice chair of the DNC to yep. and to to endorse his uh, yeah. his candidacy. Yeah. Stood for that. Mm-hmm. No, she's sane on a few things, like the third trimester abortion. She clearly loves her country, which ninety nine percent of the rest of the party don't doesn't. Right. right. Um, that's what makes her. I, I guess when people on the right were like, "Oh my gosh, finally, it's something we can you know relate to from people on the left," but she's no moderate for crying out loud.
0: Yeah. Uh, it will also be interesting to see. I think. Um, the dynamic between Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because, you know, Kamala was a bulldog when, when they came out. Yeah. In the primaries, (laughs) she had some moments where she hit him hard uh, specifically on the busing situation. And then she also, she
1: should have called him a racist basically. in that little spiel, like you racist scum
0: really might as well just said that truly. And then, so it wasn't just basically calling him a racist. It was also uh, her comments whenever Joe Biden's accusers Came forward. Oh, yeah, that was and, the big one. Yeah.
3: That was probably the biggest one of that all. Oh, like, that's a, that was, that's a, th- for those that don't know, like, yeah, she legit was like, I, I support, I believe, I believe her, yeah. uh, the, the accusers, like, she's flat out said Wh- that. Which yeah. we
0: have. It's This is a flashback, all right? April 3rd of 2019. Here is what Kamala had to say about Joe Biden's accusers. Watch.
1: I believe them and I, I respect um,
0: them being able to tell their story and having the courage to do it.
1: Do you believe
0: that the vice president should enter this race? Oh, he's going to have to make that decision for himself. I wouldn't tell him what to do. I believe them.
1: So so, so in other up. words, not only is he a racist, but he's also a sexual predator.
0: And also I'm fine and, and also yeah. I'm fine running on a sexual predators ticket
1: yeah.
0: and a racist ticket, I guess, is what the is what the message is. I can't think of any other way to unpack that.
1: That's why everyone's is they're saying like Joe Biden, you you did a masterful stroke in naming her. Get out. He did not want her as his vice president. No way. You know, you've seen how pissed off he gets over the stupidest stuff. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine he probably has like a like a voodoo doll of Kamala <laughs> Harris? Yeah. Or he's just like every day. He's like, Do
0: you think he really remembers what happened? <laughs>
1: That's true. It's probably already out. Yeah. They're like,
0: no, Joe, Who? the vice president on your on your ticket. Her name is Kamala Harris. <laughs> it's Harris. Remember that last name, Harris. Eric, what are your
3: thoughts? Man, like that is. Uh, we've seen this coming to fruition in other ways when we found them to be frauds, the whole believe all women, all of that type of stuff. And then they go and have their own people, uh, slimy people, questionable people uh, that they will then throw their support at. I think if anything you're seeing from this party, uh, from especially her, that they say whatever can advance them in terms of power at the point in time Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily that they believe it now I would think that you would treat all politicians like this for the most part but I think that was especially damn like she just said that it was not that long ago that she said that and then she's like okay yeah I'm gonna be I I would think like well you would have an issue with that if someone that I knew or I thought was a sexual predator and they asked me to do anything for them, I'm like Nah, bro. Like we can't we can't do that because <laughs> of what you what you're about. Man. And that doesn't seem to have happened. So these guys are frauds. They've been frauds. We know they're frauds. But I want people at home to be paying attention to this. When you look at the type of people that they supported, even if Joe Biden's becoming coming, the, getting nominee, like you have to pay attention to that. It shows you that all of that stuff that they're saying, the slogans that they use, that's just for the moment, for the time being. If they think that it will get you to support them, that does not mean that they genuinely believe that. She's so easily attackable for everything you said.
1: Like she's flip flopped even recently. Uh, uh, Single pair of health care was one of was one of the, one of the th- just one of the things. Mm-hmm. But I, that's why I'm saying. like le- Electorally, what does this do for them? It is nothing like you're not getting you're not getting the black vote. They're they're all voting for Biden anyway. Right. Right. So well,
0: but so maybe that's that's a little bit of a a sneak peek into what their thoughts are, is that they don't need help electorally. That's what they think. Well, I think so, because all of the all of the polls coming out, national polls and battleground states, a lot of them show Joe Biden up. So maybe they're saying. We don't really need the electoral help. We, I mean, we'd rather just have someone we know is strong when the time comes that Joe Biden needs someone else to step in.
1: It's, it's not for the women vote either. No, because I think the majority of women that were going to vote Dem anyway are, are still going to. Nothing has changed in their, in their minds. Right. She's not Is bringing it? them new. No, new
3: additional support. Right. I, I,
0: what do you think of uh, now that you brought up the woman vote? President Trump, I think it was yesterday, he said something about uh, he's he's got the suburban housewife vote. I don't know if you guys saw this tweet. but OK, so he said I, the suburban housewives are voting for me. They want they value safety and security, something that I'm providing that Joe Biden does not want. Want to give do you do you agree with that eric that he's got the suburban housewife vote locked up
3: well uh, it's such a odd uh, demographic because even the suburban just family is kind of differs from from state to state definitely nowadays in terms of who they're going to support or even traditionally what they value i, I mean you, you definitely definitely you talk about some of the the upper west coast a lot of those that have they the typical suburban you know households and, and so forth and they're yeah. uber uber leftists. you know what i mean so
0: like it I, worries me that he thinks that he has yeah that no like that I,
3: I don't up. think that 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 demographic is is let's say he is like he got it locked up i honestly don't know what he possibly could be pointing to mm-hmm. that's giving him that illusion that okay i got their supporter i know the whole security uh thing but I, I just don't see more so what he's done and what he's looking at to say i got that locked up i personally don't see that i don't think that
1: De- dem- demographics are changing, I think, a lot uh, on a lot of these things like, you know, like Joe Biden pulling so much of the black vote is even now. I think there's a shift in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like uh, there, there's like I've said this before, but there's a lot more people that are coming out and be like, wait a minute. Like this hasn't been working for us. Right. Like, But in the suburban the suburban housewife vote, I, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot. There probably is a lot that are seeing. I mean, just. You're they're seeing the demonization of of men uh, of the boys that they're that they're raising, um, living in a lot of these uh, police too. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. That, yeah, they're they're living in communities where police are getting defunded, things are getting more dangerous, and now you want to go and continue to go in that direction. That's going to make things even worse. I don't know. I, I don't know, but it also depends on where they live. Right. If you're on the coast, they probably do have. Uh, he probably doesn't have it locked up. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, all right. We've got more to get into. First, we want to thank our sponsor. This segment as So, if you are a small business, if you own a small business, you know that every minute matters, every dollar counts. But it's weird because a lot of us are still using these big banks that are taking hours from our day and they charge you a fee for like everything. They're like, oh, you want to breathe when you come into our location? Yeah, that's going to cost you another ten dollars. Well, Aslo is going to take all the friction out of business banking and Aslo is a free business checking account. Unlike the other options, they have invoicing, they have bill pay, they have money transfers, and no minimum balance required. You are not going to be charged maintenance or overdraft fees, and there's no ridiculous phone system that feels designed to just waste your time and raise your blood pressure. You can get paid fast and easy with Aslo Stripe, Square, and PayPal integrations. You can customize and send your invoices directly from your Aslo account. It is very user-friendly with QuickBooks and Plaid, and you can import transactions and connect to hundreds of payment, investment, and budgeting services. There's no waiting to use your account. ASLO has free instant funding, and you can deposit up to $1,000 and access it in your account instantly. Money Magazine just calls it the best business banking option for freelancers and entrepreneurs. So if you want to join the Cool Kids Club, you can sign up right now. You ha- have no minimum deposit required. You can go to aslo.com slash itmatters. You will also get a free copy of Aslo's Small Business Starter Guide. Uh, Aslo is in it to help you, the small business owner, the entrepreneur. All right, you got to go to aslo.com. That is is dot com slash itmatters. Sign up now and get your free Small Business Starter Guide and no minimum deposit. Back in a minute. Uh, speaking of uh, the 2020 election, I know it's it. I feel like it's really surreal now that Joe Biden has, well, Joe Biden's people have picked his <laughs> vice presidential pick because, but I mean, it was, what, a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, that we were like, wow, there's only 100 days until the election. It just doesn't feel like there's an election happening. Now they've picked the vice presidential uh, candidate, and it feels like it's really coming, but uh, it's on the way, whether we like it or not, unless I don't know, some, uh, it wouldn't be the strangest thing that's happened this year if they somehow ended up delaying the 2020 election. But as of right now, it You've is. Hinted still, yeah, I know. That's why I'm <laughs> like, who knows? Maybe it's not on the way. But as of right now, it is still on the way. Uh, and President Trump spoke to Hugh Hewitt. He was doing a radio interview with Hugh Hewitt and uh, was talking about just kind of the media bias of how Joe Biden will be covered, will be portrayed by the mainstream media during these debates. Here's a little bit of what Trump had to say.
2: But, you know, the way it is, the fake news, if he stands up and if he is able to breathe and if he's able to walk off the platform, uh, they'll say it was one of the greatest debate performances (laughs) in history. These the fake news is corrupt. And it's a disgrace and it's uh, now rated lower than Congress, at least in my mind. It's rated lower than anything But I've seen things from the fake news that someday I'll tell you some things you wouldn't even believe. These are corrupt people. So if he goes in debates, if he uh, said, uh, yes, I had a wonderful breakfast. Thank you for asking the question. They'll give him they'll say it was one of the greatest answers in history. You know, I know what I know what I'm up against. And I had a smaller dose of it with Hillary. But Hillary was smart. Joe is never smart.
0: <laughs> Look, we can talk about uh, whether or not that was tactful of him to say, but is he wrong?
3: No, he's not. No, no, he's not. <laughs> he, he is absolutely not wrong. That is a correct statement. We know that it's true. I don't care what side of the political spectrum that you are on. There are those delusional people that actually think that the. The media more so in the mainstream leans. They actually the opposite way, which is complete nonsense, <laughs> a complete utter nonsense. So he's right. Mm-hmm. He's correct. This is not a lie. Um, this is not something that is absurd. They do treat him uh, way differently than they do treat essentially everybody else. Well, they, it's more of a slant in terms of where you lean on the political side in terms of how they will cover you. Now, the thing about this that's so odd is that people pretend like that isn't the case. Right. Especially people on the opposite end of the spell, more so the, the people on that side of the spectrum. I generally looked at in favor, like even when I'm on, let's say, Twitter or something like that, and, you know, they have those news columns, generally anything that they cover of a Democrat is more so positive. Yes. And when it comes from the Republicans, it's more so negative. It's just something that simple. But that stuff is absolutely influential to people that this is all that they see, unfortunately. So this is why they need to go look at more independent uh, media, smaller media, because they at least will try to give it to you. Some of them will try to give it to you straight. But he's not lying. He's not lying. I know people aren't going to like the fact that he said it mm-hmm. and that he was so blunt with it. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, the fake news, they, they're they corrupt and it doesn't matter. He could do and say this and they're going to praise it and hip, hip, hooray. That's right. That we've already seen that. Like We've already seen that. And and that's how they cover that, that side. So for anybody that would be mad at him again, you don't have to be a fan of Trump. You don't even have to be a, a, a guy that leans that way, right or left. You have to acknowledge that what he said was the absolute truth.
0: Yeah, Jason. To uh, to Eric's point, you know, we just saw Brian Stelter yeah. uh, not only ask the the question. You know, there are entire right wing media companies designed to just tear down (laughs) Joe Biden. Does that even exist on the left to hit Trump? Uh, And then and then right before that, he's like, look, Joe Biden's riding a bicycle. He's obviously (laughs) fit. People keep accusing him of not being fit to be president, but he's fit because he's riding a bicycle. Look at him.
1: Yeah, the head of CNN has already, I think it was, I think it wasn't, wasn't in the 2016 election. It was, I think, I think it was maybe in Kamala Harris's uh, Senate, last Senate race. He already endorsed her. So we already know that he is on board. Uh, with Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Didn't it didn't they give her the very first shot at a town hall on their network as well, which I thought was very oh, interesting. I didn't see that. Um, yeah, she, she they just gave it to her right right off the bat. I yeah, obviously, it's, it's just ridiculous. But it,
0: Would it I, even matter? Because isn't it no, no, isn't no, this matter. more about getting Trump ousted rather than whoever sure. the Democrat nominee is?
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the debates are going to be interesting because Joe Biden is at this point, he might've been better before, but he is not a good debater now. Uh, when he when he was up there with that seventeen thousand other candidates during the primaries, that's all they pretty much said. Uh, he didn't do anything to help his case, his so he wasn't bled. his eyes bled for crying out loud, <laughs> oh, uh, which be, probably got, was about the about stress. It. it probably was the stress. Yeah. The thing is, is though, I think that he had to be a lot more measured in those debates. There was a lot more women on the stage yes. that they did not want him losing his temper with because or sniffing. yeah, or sniffing. Very true as well. There's always it's a Good point. That's so. a very good point. Um, <laughs> but I think that they'll be more inclined to give him a little. Bit less of a, you know, more of a leash on it so that, uh, you know, they want to see Trump get beat up on stage. They want it. They want him to get just, you know, verbally assaulted. They want to see
0: it. They do, but how will they treat it when President Trump is the one who comes after Joe Biden and leaves Joe Biden looking like they need to usher him back to the nursing home?
1: It'll be Trump the bully. And the, right. but, which is what we already know, but that, that, that's what they're gonna say. But it'll be interesting, so you know, debates are actually really, really powerful. I think they're becoming less so nowadays, mm-hmm. but back in the day, this look at, look at the history of this, presidential elections have swung on debates. Yeah. Uh, just off the top of my head, George H.W. Bush, when he criticized Dukakis for riding around in that in that tank, mm-hmm. won him the presidency. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reagan's second election, uh, when he made that joke about you know not being old or his, that his, uh, the other candidate was too young and inexperienced, mm-hmm. it was hilarious hilarious. hilarious. Um, That won him the election. It was very, very close. That won him the election. And you could go all the way up through. Even uh, uh, Mitt Romney uh, against... Obama. He did great the first debate. Second debate, he just kind of did the, you know, the Bart or the Homer Simpson thing. He just backed up like this into the, <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? Like push the, push the momentum. I think that severely hurt him. Yeah. Um, so these will be big. That's why I don't know. I, I, I still, if they're face to face on a debate stage, oh my gosh, Trump is going to manhandle him. He'll get under his skin. He'll start poking things under his fingernails. It'll be bad. I don't see them ever going face to face. I don't see. I, I, I don't see how they can do it. Well, There's...
0: they're they're already. The the left is already trying to. Like, well, we don't need debates anymore. That's like a totally outdated thing. Joe Biden shouldn't debate Donald Trump because he lies all the time.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> and they said unless Donald Trump provides his tax returns, that's also on the on on the table. Oh my! So God. They're doing a little quid pro quo there to get them oh, on the debate stage. Them. Yeah.
0: Oh good grief, Eric. What do you? What
3: yeah, you, man. I like, like I really hope that we get to see a debate because I want the show. Yeah. Always. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like, like a a, the
0: only good thing coming yeah, out of 2020 yeah, like is that we get to watch the, <laughs> the, <memes laughs> the debates. Be
3: fantastic. Uh, once that <laughs> happens, but if it happens, but you're right, that's the one thing that the virus has done for them yeah, yeah. is that it has given them out mm-hmm. to not make that happen mm-hmm. because I don't think they're stupid enough to believe that that man and, and, and all of his cognitive decline would be able to s- stand face, no matter how you feel about that man, Trump. It, it, it would be a knockout. It would be it will be hilarious to watch, which is why I want to see it, but. <laughs> That's not what they want. They'll use this virus as as the excuse, and I think this goes for anything as it pertains to this virus. Like people need to understand that these guys are a lot more connected than you actually believe. If you don't think that they would kick the can down the road for lockdown purposes and all of that, when it just for the sake of trying to gear this election one way, you're sadly mistaken. These people are evil sons of guns, and yes, they'll do it even if it means destroying your own livelihood.
0: Yeah, uh, all right, we've got more to come, including some more really incredibly stupid local mask policies that we get to talk about. First, we wanna thank our sponsor, Keeps. Uh, if you have noticed, maybe your hair is not as full as it used to be. You don't need to be embarrassed about it, all right? We know that you're. if you're a man, you're not gonna go to the doctor. Okay, I I personally already know that because uh, I'm a giant sexist and I just like to stereotype all men and say you're not going to go to the doctor for literally anything. You could be dying and you'll be like, I can take care of it myself. Uh, that's where Keeps is going to come into play for you gentlemen, okay? Because Keeps offers the generic versions of the hair loss treatments that you can get from your doctor. But number one, it's about half the cost because it's generic. And number two, it's all done online from the comfort of your own home, from your couch, from your bed, wherever you'd like to do it. All you have to do is answer a couple questions online, you take a couple pictures of your hair, and a doctor will review your info, recommend the right hair loss treatment for you, and then they ship it directly to your door, which is especially good if you are still in one of those states where they're making you stay home and you're not going anywhere anyway. Uh, We can get you started today with a special deal. You can go to keeps.com, that is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Y, that's W-H-Y, for 50% off of your first order. That is half off. You heard me correctly. All you have to do is go to keeps.com slash why that is keeps.com slash why back in a minute. All right. We read a couple uh, crazy bonkers stories about mask policies that, I mean, it's like things are getting better in the country but you wouldn't know it if you listened to these ridiculous rules so the wisconsin department of natural resources uh they have decided they have mandated that employees of that department have to wear their face masks even if they are at home during zoom meetings so anyone who is on a zoom meeting at the wisconsin department of natural resources You need to wear your mask, uh, literally it says, also wear your mask even if you are home to participate in a virtual meeting that involves being seen, such as on Zoom or another video conferencing platform uh, by non-Department of Natural Resources staff. Set the safety example which shows you as a DNR public service employee care about the safety and health of others. Because once again, Eric is over here losing his mind. Once again, it's totally about the. The science and not at all about symbolism of how you appear.
3: That literally says that, right? That, <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it yes. says that it's about the symbolism. I feel like I'm old. A damn apology to all of these people <laughs> who said otherwise. When now you have your uh, government departments actually doing that and advocating that their people do that, and even though it makes absolutely no sense, they want you wearing masks at your damn home while you're watching while you're on a Zoom because you might be seen to by someone without a like. This is complete nonsense. So this is nonsense, yeah. but I feel like for real, I'm owed an apology to all of those. This keeps getting crazier and crazier and crazier when it comes to these mandates. But that shows that it's uh, it's all about symbolism. It's not about science. It's not about whether the mask works, whether it is uh, whether even slowing the spread is worth doing or anything. That shows that this is about symbolism more than anything, and they've admitted it on m- numerous occasions in multiple different ways. And they need to, w- people that act as if we're the ones that are killing grandmas need to absolutely pay attention to that because that's what it is. Yeah, Jason. Symbolism.
1: I don't know. Like they know so little about this virus. They've literally added every single symptom to every single uh-huh. illness that you've ever had since the history of man. And,
0: and and then and then they tell you you're supposed to quarantine if you have any of these
1: symptoms. And oh like, yeah.
0: Okay, so literally anything. I might have it it.
1: (laughs) I have a zit quarantine your butt now (laughs) I don't care we don't know they act like so who knows it's very very possible now go with me on this that Corona transmits through Zoom that's possible. Oh, snap. I mean, until we they don't tell know us it. We don't know. Yeah, it's a techno virus.
0: <laughs> until they've told us, they've ruled it out. I guess yeah. we should
1: just to be safe. Right, just to be safe.
0: <laughs> right. Just to be safe. Try this other one on for size. Uh, officials in Hoboken, New Jersey, are considering a citywide ordinance to fine their residents two hundred and fifty dollars if they do not wear a mask outdoors outdoors. If they do not wear a mask outdoors, they are talking about fining people $250 uh, now. they <laughs> Yeah. No, Jason, you're laughing, but this is this is the truth. Uh, so if you're like walking down the street, $250 fine right here. You are not allowed to enjoy the fresh air. Uh, and now you're not allowed to enjoy the uh, recycled air in your home. In fact, why are you breathing anyway? You should just die.
3: Why, why, why would you ever take the mask off for that matter? Just wear it to sleep, wear it everywhere.
0: This is insane. Just get suffocated by your own this carbon dioxide.
3: Look, guys. I, I know that some of y'all are like, uh, he's, he's a libertarian, you know, he's anti-government <laughs> and all of this. I am. That's very true. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't wrong. think this ends until there are some legitimate forms of civil disobedience I that agree. happens by mass amounts of individuals. I agree. The politicians are not going to save you. They have, even the people that you thought that were on your side, Mr. Abbott, uh, they will mandate those things. This does not end until big swaths of people say, you know what? No more. it's we
1: our had f- it. No, I, I totally agree with you. This is our fault. Yes. Yeah. This is our fault for giving well, you to it to on. begin with.
0: Not our fault, <laughs> Yeah, right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it's seriously, it's society's fault. They were like, if you would have said this when the when they were saying, hey, we're just going to shut down for two weeks, yep. just let us do that to you, even though they had no right to do that to begin with. But when they said that, if you would have said, hey, they're going to start fining you for not wearing masks oh outside, they mm-hmm. like, show me the show me show me the science b- behind that. Seriously, and the, and the but I'm being dead serious because mm. they they like it or not they. They, the state has, or state and local governments have emergency powers that they can inflict yeah. on you. But there are checks and balances to it. Yeah. They have to show you why. They have to show you the data. So I want to know this. Otherwise, I want to see lots and lots of litigation. Well, it
0: doesn't sound like they do have to show us the data because they have not shown us the data, well, they, yet they keep doing it.
1: They absolutely have to. It, it, towards the I end... Mean, in
0: hindsight, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but yeah, they absolutely have to. And I think that people need to start... For one, they need to start, after all this is over, start suing the crap out of some of these people. Mm -hmm. But for two, exactly what you said. Like, we need to stop doing this. When, who were the, where where were the voices in the very beginning that said, look, yeah, quarantine, you quarantine the sick. You isolate the sick, not the healthy. Uh, I Not the healthy. You know, like
0: Eric and I can raise <laughs> course, our hands we here.
1: we <laughs> on the show like so much, man. We had been right, Is this the only network? I mean, for crying yeah, out loud. Yeah. Absolutely it they is. They just com- yes. they collectively forgot what country we live in. Yes. It, I'm some guys. <laughs> and,
0: well, and meanwhile, and meanwhile, we talked about this on the show yesterday. You've got New Zealand, who has four new cases Four, I believe it's the same family. And shut down and again, down. like but, for yeah.
3: the fourth time. Huh? Yeah, and the then, entire and then, city. And then you get spots like Japan, who everybody heralded it oh, look, this is because of their mask and then they have another surge. Maybe this yes. is a virus that is just going to be be around. and Maybe actually the masks are harming us hmm. because it's not allowing us to get full herd immunity. And maybe there actually are epidemiologists that aren't being covered by the, uh, the let's say more mainstream news because they're seeing them as legit, uh, illegitimate. Maybe they had been talking about well, if you close everything down expect another surge when you reopen because they're not spreading the virus around. <laughs> we need to stop Kidding ourselves, man. Yeah. I'm, su- I'm surprised
1: that the cons- even the conservative voices that are like, "Oh, you're being so responsible. Let's it just ju- do this." It
0: shows you what fear does to people. Oh, though. Yeah. It Good shows point. you what fear does to people. You instill enough fear into the people. I'll do
3: whatever is Whatever. whatever but, y'all beloved founders, three percent w- tax was all it took, and they were ready to—they were ready to burn. <laughs> you know where they were yeah, ready to go with yeah. it. Now we over here where we can't—we are being forced to cover our faces outside. It's insane. What in the hell are we doing? It's
0: insane. All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, this segment, Rough Greens. So if you are like me, uh, you have a dog and your dog is actually part of your family. It doesn't like you know, live outside all the time. It like lays on the furniture and tries really hard to sleep in your bed, but it's too big. Okay. Well, that's a totally different story. But if you love your dog, uh, you want to take responsibility for your dog's well-being and health. And you can do that with rough greens because like it or not, even if you're buying the really expensive dry dog food, uh, all of the good things in it, the nutrients, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, probiotics, all the things that your dog needs to thrive. uh, All of that is getting killed out of the dry dog food whenever they sterilize it to give it that, Long shelf life. So you think that you're giving the dog the your your the best that they can get, and they're actually missing out on all of these vitamins to give them a longer life. Rough greens is a supplement, you can put it on top of the dog's food. So you still use the dry dog food that your dog likes, and then it puts all of those things, all the vitamins, all the nutrients, all the minerals, it puts that back into your dog's food. Also, if you have a picky eater like mine, oh, my gosh, she would not eat anything until we gave her rough greens. And it drove me nuts because I was like, it's 4 p.m. Why haven't you eaten your breakfast yet, dog? You're skinny. (laughs) Eat. Stop being anorexic. Well, she's not anorexic anymore because she also loves rough greens. They eat it right up. You can take the rough greens 14-day jumpstart challenge today. It's $14.95. You'll see the difference in your dog in those 14 days or less, especially if you have an older dog and you want to see them thrive again, see them live out the rest of their life in good health. You can go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That is R-U-F-F greens.com blaze. Back in a minute. All right, the NFL uh, apparently will not have any live performances of the national anthem before their games this season. Now, uh, they say they're attempting to limit the number of people with access to the field to reduce the spread of COVID-19. And unfortunately, that includes honoring our country. Uh, having, you know, patriotic symbolism like the American flag on the field and uh, also limiting the presence of military and police honor guards on the field as well. So I'm sure it has nothing to do with the social justice tones that the NFL has taken on. Nothing to do with that at all. Nothing to see here. Uh, But, you know, I mean, while we're on the subject, they will include uh, team brand imagery in week one that includes things like end racism and it takes all of us. But don't you dare. Don't you dare. Sing the national anthem, please, Eric.
3: Yeah, this this take is is interesting in terms of the direction that they're going. And we're seeing all the sports really go yes, it is with the, with the social justice. Like it seems to be that they're all in. And that's the narrative at this point. Now, you it's funny that they talk about pledging allegiance to the flag, but now they will expect you to pledge allegiance to what it is they're doing and what they advocate as far as, a, from a social justice mm-hmm. standpoint. We saw this with Jonathan Isaac of, the, of uh, granted, another sport, but you know, when he refused to kneel, now all of a sudden it, it was an issue, and people made fun of him when he ended up getting hurt. He ended up uh, tearing his ACL, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and he ended up getting hurt, and people were like, hey, yeah, look at you, it's like now, okay, Don't pledge allegiance to the flag or or the country, but pledge allegiance to social justice. That's what they want you to do. And that's what they expect you to do. Um, They're replacing what They feel like whether you look at the state as a guy, they're saying replace that with whatever it is that they particularly want to advocate. So it's the same thing um, or similar thing. It's just to another particular topic. So I don't at all buy this idea that they're doing it because of the virus. That's just an excuse. They know the problems that it could cause in the event that they do do that. When you consider the direction that this country um, is going in terms of the slant. That's why they're doing it. It, Mm -hmm. And they should just come out and just just say that and not pretend like using it as an excuse the virus. Right. We can't have people on stage uh, or anything because because of the virus. We know that's not why you're doing it. Don't front.
0: Which to Eric's point, I did also hear that they are going to be singing the black national anthem.
3: I did. Yeah, we covered that here on the show.
0: Right. So I guess like if you got to pick one, (laughs) the, the black national anthem, one, the actual national anthem that includes everyone. Screw that. And uh, well, oh, maybe it's because it, you know how coronavirus doesn't—it doesn't get passed during Black Lives Matter protests. That is true. They, that so is it true. also doesn't so get passed. It, it, right, right. That's during right. the Black that, National that whole Anthem. like
3: thing gets like there's a bubble blocked off, blocked yeah. off uh, because they of the
1: immunize the game. Yes, exactly. that's actually kind of genius. Yes. think about it.
0: That's how they're going to save NFL football.
3: We
1: just figured it out. There you go.
3: We cracked
1: crack, crack the code. I love it.
0: Uh, by the way, want to get your quick thoughts. I just read this during the break. Uh, Jerry Jones has just told reporters today that the Cowboys plan to play all of their home games in front of fans. Wow. Because of the natural airflow in the stadium. So what that looks like uh, is unclear. But he does say that there sh- there will be fans, or he believes there will be fans in the stadium.
1: The other games, have you guys been watching? I'm sure you they're
3: have. so goofy, man.
1: But they have like the, the either cardboard cutouts yeah, or like digital like yeah the digital fan. it looks
0: so stupid <laughs> it does it looks really ridiculous I'm,
1: I'm not watching okay i've made this deal with Stu. i'm not watching the nfl unless the cowboys go 5 and 0 oh, and then i don't give a crap i'm watching it so jason's <laughs> 5 never, and oh. so
0: jason's never watching the nfl
1: again i didn't say that i'm not watching this season no <laughs> oh, okay I'm not watching this the season. season yeah just this season but the the nfl did are
0: they, are they going to have financial ramifications for all of their choices
1: Yes, but not enough. Mm-hmm. I don't believe. I think they'll take a hit. I don't think it'll be enough of a hit for them to say, "Man, I wish we didn't do that." It has because to be
3: sustained for them to want right? to change, like and it's if, not. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like it, it's like if people get over it real fast. Like it, yeah, they'll they'll take the hit for f- five weeks, but then it's, uh, if it's like if people start getting you know right. giving the money back. Then that's it's like whatever it, it worked out, you know. It's so gonna be about gonna like a sustained. It's yeah. gonna be like a lot of Trump voters, where they're like, I'm not
1: voting for that guy, and then they're like looking around on, on election day and they're voting for Trump. <laughs> right. They just don't want anybody to know. Yeah.
0: They're still watching on Sunday.
1: NFL viewers are gonna be like, shoot, no man, I'm taking a stand, and then they're looking around and <laughs> 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 dun 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 dun. <laughs> Good
0: boy. Uh, I guess we'll see. To to be determined. Back in a minute. Also to be determined whether or not Jason watches the rest of the season. <laughs> I, I, I haven't even watched much, uh All right. Yesterday's poll, will Joe Biden's vice presidential choice have any impact on who people choose to vote for in 2020? Kind of relates to the conversation we just had at the table today, whether or not it's going to be an influential uh, no. pick this year compared to other years. Well, 66 percent of you still said no. It will have no impact on p- on who people choose to vote for in 2020. 33. An wow. Yeah, 33, almost 34 percent of you said yes. Those are those of you who probably think like Joe Biden's days are numbered if he actually gets <laughs> the uh, if he actually gets if he actually gets the win. Uh, we'll see today's poll. Will Kamala Harris help or hurt Joe Biden's chances at getting elected? This is the same. This is the same poll, guys. (laughs) What's the difference? Will Joe Biden's VP choice have any impact on who people choose to vote for in 2020? And will Kamala Harris help or hurt Joe Biden's chances at getting elected? That's kind of the same question. You guys are busted (laughs) in the social media department. Nobody proofread this because this is the same question. Except help or hurt, I guess, are the options now instead of yes or no. Uh, I hope that there's an option of just, like, no net difference.
3: I think it would hurt him, though.
0: You think that Kamala hurts him more than helps? Just because of her
3: record. Not because of who she is. But that's who he is is, too.
0: Right? The crime you, bill.
3: That's true. That I is mean, very it's, true. I mean, it's, it's That's him. very true. That's it's very true.
1: Joe
0: Biden versus Joe Biden, mini Joe
1: Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's net zero. I think it helps anybody, except for journalists. They're going to love to write about her. Or, or, it, ha- ha- only or once.
0: it helps President Trump, hopefully.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> or surround Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.